Good afternoon and welcome to Open Air with Sherry Huber. Good afternoon, Sherry. Good afternoon, Michael. Great to be here with Sangha. Say that again. You didn't hear an echo. Oh, I didn't hear one this time. Yes, it's lovely to be here with you and everyone. Yeah, fabulous. And great to have no echo. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Always good. Yes. I have announcements here unless you want to start us with something else. No, I don't. I want to hear the announcements. Okay. Give yourself the gift of time and space to bring into conscious awareness what the call of love is leading you to. 2022, your best year yet, will provide an exploration of what we're seeking and how we might support ourselves in embodying that quest. The workshop is Saturday, January 22nd. Always a good time. Oh, yes. I am very excited about that, Sherry. Mm-hmm. Me too. I love it. And in this year of practice, we deepen our intimacy with the intelligence that animates. Join Sherry, Ashwini, and Sangha on Sunday, January 30th for That Thou Art, a workshop laying the foundation for our practice exploration in 2022. <laughs> so exciting. Yes, I'll be there for that one, too. (laughs) True Reflections is a six-week virtual training in cultivating attention on awareness to help participants nurture a lifelong friendship with wisdom, love, and compassion. The next class starts February 17th and is for those who have taken the introductory recording and listening class. And for these and other practice opportunities, visit livingcompassion.org. Okay, I think that covers the announcement, Sherry. All right. And uh, let's get the show started. All right. Okay. First caller, you are now live on the air, and would you please introduce yourself? Hi, this is Jenny from New Mexico. Hi, Jenny. Well, hello, Jenny. Hi. How are you? I'm fine. <laughs> Doing well. Good, good. Good to hear your voice. Thanks. Um, let's see. Well, I had a question about meditation. Um, like, I was trying to get closer to my heart, and I was just wondering, like, how many times a day for 30 minutes a day do you think I should meditate? Well, how many do you meditate now? One. Okay. Then uh, are you feeling a desire for more? Yes. Okay. And is there a time that you usually sit? Uh, First thing in the morning, well, after my uh, coffee. After your coffee. Coffee. Ooh. <laughs> okay. Uh, 
that that would that would never be my choice, but that yeah. doesn't mean it shouldn't be your choice, right? I mean, uh, most people have a a bit of difficulty uh, with calming down or being relaxed. Um, so something like coffee is not often a meditator's choice, but if it works for you, well, then that works for you. So were you thinking about adding something maybe at the end of the day? Um, yes. Yes. Uh, probably, uh, probably at least two hours before I sleep. At least two. Uh-huh. So I don't get too tired. Uh-huh. Do you mean uh, so that you don't get sleepy while you're meditating? Right. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Okay. You, you know, Jenny, the, the thing for me is with, with awareness practice, I like the emphasis on awareness and then an equal emphasis on practice. Right? So rather than having an idea about something, to just find out. Okay. Because it may be, uh, for instance, I, I know people really have trouble with this, but it, you know, all the trouble that we have with everything is because of the voices in our heads, right? It's not because there's anything troubling about anything. So people, a lot of people get sleepy during meditation and they're just, they, they just make themselves miserable over it, right? Uh, and I personally really enjoy sleepy meditations. Um, now, yeah, I suppose if that's the only kind of meditation I had, I might get tired of it. But it isn't the only kind I have. I have all kinds of meditations, depending on where I am and what's going on and all of that. And, and to me, it's all really interesting. Because as I think it's Joko Beck uh, was the first one anyway that I ever heard um, opine that we're, we're not, oh, it might have been Dogen, mm, easily confused, um, that, that we're not meditating to get somewhere. We're meditating to be where we are. So we're meditating to get a sense of, of what's going on with us, not to try to get to some other place. So you might, you know, you might try the, the sitting uh, two hours before bedtime and just see what that's like. You might also try sitting a little closer to bedtime and seeing what that's like. You might, if you want to add more sitting, instead of thinking just in terms of 30-minute blocks, uh, you might think about adding a, you know, a 15-minute some, at some point during the day if you have time for that, and then 15 minutes in the evening, um, something like that. So rather than uh, thinking in terms of long, longer periods of time, maybe more mm -hmm. often, and just see, see how it goes for you. Okay. Okay. Um, That's why, good? Yeah. Why isn't reading being present? Why isn't reading being present? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, it it certainly can be. We can be okay. present for anything. It's just okay. that most people aren't. So that that's why again in in this practice, the way the way we practice is is not to have anything that you can't do or you shouldn't do or that's wrong to do. It's as we're fond of saying, it's not what, it's how. It's how we are with anything, right? So, uh, I mean, it's perfectly possible to be present while you're watching television. 
It's tricky. It's really hard to yeah. do, but it's possible. Okay. Okay. Does that speak to it? Right. Yeah. 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 All right. And you'll let me know, yeah. right? You'll let me know how it goes. Yeah. yeah. All right. It's a deal then. All right. Thank you, Thank Jenny. You. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Thanks for joining us, Jenny. And Sherry, I love that exploration. And what kept dropping in for me is, I think I heard you say once, to keep practice in the realm of want to. And um, that always landed with me. And, uh, you know, I'm happy to be here because I want to be here and I want to be practicing. It, it Precisely. So wherever you are, whatever you're doing, there's your practice. Yes. Right? Now, yeah. I mean, it, it really is true. I like kind of what uh, Jenny started us off with, you know, we do want to do the things that help us be uh, to be most present. There's there's no doubt about it. You know, a lot of people would uh, take that it's not what but how and just turn that into so you know why not just be loaded all day long um, as long as I'm happy, <laughs> you know, and, <laughs> which is which is fine. You know, it's perfectly fine if that's what you want to do with your life. But if you want to wake up and end suffering, that's probably not going to be your primary activity. Mm -hmm. So we do want to prioritize the things that really assist and support us to be here, but we don't want to get rigid about it because then ego just has us on the other side of the continuum. You know, you, you can't, uh, you should, you have to. Uh, is you know we just don't want to live with ego in any in any of that. We just want to practice being here every moment of our lives. As you say, it's it's where we want to be. It's the best way to live. Yes, fabulous. And we have another caller here. All right. Next caller, you are now live on the air. And would you please introduce yourself? Hey, it's Jodine in California. Hi, Jodine. Hey, Jodine. Hi. What's going on? Um, well, I just have to say that those two announcements were also extremely exciting for me. <laughs> I am a huge <laughs> fan of Best Year Yet, mm-hmm. and um, and also a huge fan of the year-long retreats. So, yes. Um, well. Both wonderful, wonderful, wonderful things, aren't they? Yeah, they definitely are, and it's it just feels like um, you know here we are, just turning the corner on the dead of winter, and and there's these you know these new things popping up to um, uh, I don't know to revive support to revive us in me. our turn. So yeah, support us in this this waking up from a winter sleep. It feels like. Um, so, um, see you there. And, um, and what I've been looking at in, in practice is, um, uh, a process that goes on for me, um, that's kind of, it's kind of about, like, depression is not just one thing. Um, it's kind of like a, I experienced depression and, um, and I've had to take a long-term kind of curiosity approach to it. Um, and Always a good choice. 
Yes, yes, the best um, and most productive, you know, for, for my journey through it. Um, and I saw this recently, um, a process or, or, or part of the whole thing that seems like, um, it seems like almost that getting depressed for me can be a cry for help. Mm. Yes, absolutely. I'm right with you. Yeah. Now, um, I, I, I would say at that point, and then I, I'm projecting that this is the subject we, we share, uh, so I, I'm projecting that that cry for help is because you have drifted away from yourself. You've stopped, you've stopped taking care of yourself, stopped focusing on the things that you need to be focused on in order to be in a state of well-being. Perfect. <laughs> um, you know this place. You, you think <laughs> I know the experience, huh? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and um, and I was I was in a in a very kind of identified place when this dropped in, literally dropped in, like the way we talk about it in practice. Um, that um, that like the the self talk was like. Well if, well, if I died from suicide, it'd be your fault. Mm, wow. Mm. Like, you know, directed at this, um, <clears throat> at this, um, at this, a person in my life who doesn't seem to hear my cries for help. Mm. This, I'm guessing, is somebody who lives in a different body from you. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, and and I just want to say because it can be triggering that I am perfectly safe where I am right now. I'm supported by medical professionals, and there's no danger that I would hurt myself. Just mm-hmm. like reporting on the talk, the self-talk, um, and um, and it just like. <laughs> So that, as I, as I heard that voice, I would, it just, everything stopped around me, almost like the world stopped turning. It was like, mm. oh my God, like I'm getting depressed at this person. I'm like weaponizing depression or something and aiming it at this person. Mm. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and of course, you know, Jodine, this is the point where I step in and say, no, actually, you're not. Right. You're not. But self-hate yeah. is. Yeah. Right. So if it can't right. talk you into killing yourself without enlisting the aid of other hate, then self-hate is perfectly happy to direct this at whomever. Right. A, a convenient person who I see every day. <laughs> That's right. Um and um, yeah. and so I just I just it was just like this classic thing we talk about cut out the middleman the the support I want the support I need is my own support but I'm stuck in this I'm stuck in this like acting out this drama where I don't get the support I need from other people. 
Yes. Well, Jodine, again, now we, we could stop right there and say, well, that was the case. Except that the world stopped very conveniently and enabled you to see with, with a lot of clarity what ego, what self-hate has been able to do to you for a long time. Yes, uh, absolutely. So it's not, right? It's not right. such a bad thing. Took, took a while to get here. Painful to get here. No question about it. Uh, but you know, Jonine, there are a lot of people who don't have any talk in their head about suicide or uh, any depression. They wouldn't even talk about depression. They wouldn't, if you said, are you depressed? They would say, oh, God, no, I've never been depressed. But mm. they blame they blame their life is somebody else's fault. They, mm. My father was not emotionally available. My mother didn't love me the way she should have. Okay, all these awful things happened, and it's their fault. Those people, they did it. It was my this, my that, my boss, my husband, my wife, my whatever is the reason for this. It's their fault. Mm-hmm. So the process that you're catching on to is really universal. Mm. And what you've gotten to see is how really ugly it is. It'd be fine if you killed yourself. Especially Mm -hmm. if you left a note clearly laying the blame where it belongs on that other person. Mm Yeah, so I, I call, I guess, to um, for maybe for a pointer of, of where to go um, because I know that I can't like immediately shake, shake some of this off, but... Um, well, uh, but, but you can't, you can. And the, and the best way is not to forget. Because that's, that's ego's next thing, right? Is to get you to forget that you ever saw this. Right. So that it can go back to telling that story again. Right? Because as long yeah. as you keep this somewhere near the front of conscious awareness, then it's lost a big part of its uh, armaments. So however you need to keep that in front of you, that the support that you need is you, the unconditional love you're looking for is going to come from you, right? You have to keep your well-being at the front of your conscious awareness all the time. Your life is up to you, right? Those kinds of messages, the recordings, um, you know, notes to yourself, uh, you know, all those things that we use, you know, something that uh, bings on your phone and, and uh, you, you know, you send a, yourself a text message every night that you get in the morning or, uh, mm. you know, what, whatever it takes so that you don't forget that you are the most important person in your life. Mm. You are the person who is going to save you. You are the person who has been saving you. Yes. 
Yeah, you know what? I've, I've already recorded, and I already um, thought of this picture from one of your books where there's a little baby in a, in a sleeper, and, mm-hmm. and, it, and the baby is held in the hands of this, like, demon-looking hands. Oh, which, which represents I just saw that today. Yes. You did? Oh my gosh. Right. Yep. So it represents so well egocentric yep. karmic conditioning. And there's yep. the little the little person, you know, in yep. their little jumper with their little pajama feet and it's like, Whoa, I don't want yeah. that baby oh my in those hands. That's and right. That's, yeah. That's yeah. 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 So. Save that baby. And that and to yeah. realize that baby is you. Uh of course. Mm-hmm. You know, but you know, we say we say that because it's 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 so important to remember, you know, that the person suffering in this is not the grown-up, grown woman Jodine, who's been practicing and knows this, and it's it's not the mm-hmm. one who suffers when we forget ourselves. Is that little person? That's who's in danger. Like that's who self-hate is coming after. Not a, not a grown-up who can fight back, but a little innocent uh, person who's been forgotten. Mm. Yes, and you know what would happen, like, energetically? Um, I, I said, like, I put my big girl pants on. <laughs> like, I, like, somebody stood up and said, okay. You know, let's let's go from let's go from here. So that that's right. Is, um, it's now. Yeah. It's now. Yeah. Whatever like, happened okay. before happened before. Good. Okay. All good. We're fine with that. It's now. What do I need yeah. now? Yeah. How do I want to be now? What do I choose now? Yeah. Yeah. It's everything. Oh, I'm so glad I could talk with you today. Thank you so much. You are so welcome. My New Year's Thank project. You <laughs> there you go. Yeah, and uh, which will we can say make 2022 one of the very best years of your life. Yes. Yeah. That's excellent. Thank you, Jodine. Oh, thank you. Good night. Good night. Thanks for joining us, Jodine. And Sherry, I appreciate that reminder about who it is that I'm saving, that young person that's um, being the subject of yes. the event. Yeah, who's been, who, who's been <laughs> nudging us, <laughs> you know, <laughs> nudging us toward, what about me? What about <laughs> me? What about me? You know, you're still worried about all this other, what about me? Yes. Yeah, and it's, uh, it turns out to be nothing other than our own heart. Mm, yes. Yes, that's beautiful. And Sherry, I'm going to bring uh, Jen on here for good news updates. All right. Okay, Jen, I'm turning it over to you for a good news update. Excellent. Thank you, Michael. You're welcome. And welcome to Good News Updates with Living Compassion. We have some very fun news coming out of Cantalomba. And thank you, Sherry, for being here to talk about it with me. Oh well, it's a pleasure. When when I uh, when I saw it, uh, you know the reason that 
that I just kind of wanted to shout it from the rooftops is that to me, what has happened, and we'll tell them what has happened in just a few minutes, right? But what has happened it feels like sort of the, it's not exactly, but it's a lot like the culmination of the vision that we had. How many years ago were we there for the first time? Oh, uh, 2004. So whatever the math is on that. <laughs> 15, 15 okay. years ago. Yeah, mm-hmm. long, long, long time. Yeah. And, um, and, and so there we were in, in those God-awful circumstances with those starving, mm-hmm. sick people. Um, and uh, and the, the image that I had today as I was looking at this is uh, hearing for the first time. I mean, we heard a lot of horrible things, right? Um, what was it? Uh, seven children out of ten would be dead by the age of five. Was that the right yeah. number? Yeah, yeah because yeah. of drinking, mm-hmm. not having water, to, clean water to mm-hmm. drink. And um, mm-hmm. somebody would be desperately ill and they would be put in a wheelbarrow and mm-hmm. somebody would wheel them across these rutted roads uh, to mm-hmm. whatever clinic they could get to. Uh, that yeah. people would be, they would go, get to a clinic, they would make it to a clinic and somebody would see them and diagnose them mm-hmm and give them a prescription that they could not read and couldn't afford to have filled. So mm-hmm. all of these awful, awful circumstances that people were in. And so what did we find out recently, Jen? <laughs> Drum roll, please. It's so huge. Da, 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 da. <laughs> Miriam and Sylvia, who were the first two young women to go to nursing school, have completed nursing school. And, I mean, first of all, that's, that's absolutely enormous oh, right that's, there. And, oh, and Sherry, I will that, say. Yeah, you'll, wait, wait please, go ahead. Yeah, go, go ahead. ahead. No, you go. Well, it, we would have, it, it, I mean, that was beyond anything we could imagine. I mean, we were just hoping to get these kids into school, it, 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 to come up with the school fees for them, to get them clothes to wear so that they could go to school, to get them something to eat so that they'd have enough brain cells to be able to make it to school, right? And now these young women are qualified nurses. Okay, go ahead. I mean, that's so, when you just said that, I just even took it in. <laughs> They're qualified nurses. Oh. It's so oh. enormous. Yeah. Yeah, so, we can hardly grasp now, it. Because of, because of COVID, the whole thing is just, you know, all over the place, right? I mean, you, I mean, you especially. Teresa practically made you sign in blood when we were there. <laughs> and, and she said, these, um, these girls won't graduate without you sitting in the audience, Mama Sherry. And you said, of course not. Oh, I'll be there, right? Yeah, I, yeah. Oh, and, and I knew she meant it, and I, I, uh, that was my firm intention to be there. Yep. 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 So and then um, COVID, and so they have not had a graduation because of COVID. Um, so you know it's all topsy turvy. But here's the huge culminating news that we got the other day, which is that so they are now back at home in Cantalomba because um, they're you know finished school, and there's a process where uh, the government starts to place nurses in different positions. So there'll be a lag time where they're at home in Cantalomba for whatever period of time. And there are now two medical clinics in Cantalomba 
which, as you say, I mean, that's new. That never, I mean, they used to have to go forever to go to a medical clinic. Oh, yeah. So late, later this week, Teresa is walking them down because, of course, Teresa has now gotten to know the medical clinics intimately because she's always facilitating people getting there, etc. She's going to walk them down to both of those clinics and introduce them so that Miriam and Sylvia can start to volunteer at those clinics while they're waiting for their posting. Yeah. Yeah. And what we know, Jen, about how, how that community works is they are now in the community, right? Okay. So when, when somebody needs something, they're, they're, not, <laughs> they're going to call on these girls. Directly. Right? Because yeah. directly. directly. Because they, they know. I mean, it's like, you know, it's like if you have an issue, you go see uh, Teresa. <laughs> you, know? right. you, you, don't, exactly. you don't go to the government. Or you don't go to the right. mayor or whatever. You go to yeah. Teresa because she's going to help you because she's family. Yeah. And that's what yeah. they've got there now. Yeah. So, I mean, even yeah. if, even if uh, one of these uh, young women says, well, you know, I, I actually can't do anything for you right now uh, because you need penicillin or whatever it is, but I can meet you there tomorrow. I can make sure yeah. you get there. I can, exactly. you know, that's just, that's just how the community works. That's right. The relief, the relief that people must feel is just, aside from the pride and all exactly. of the other things that they're feeling. Yes, yeah. that's what I was going to, too. The relief and the pride, you know, the pride. I mean, oh, mm. so there's like three or four things going through all at one time, but I'll take them one at a time. <laughs> so, but just, uh, you know, when the, the first clinic that went into Cantalombo is a USAID clinic, which is fabulous, right? I mean, great. Having medical care right, clinic right in Cantalombo, that's amazing. One of the things about it is that the nurses, of course, are hired by USAID. And when we went down and met them, they were lovely, but they're not part of the community at all. Right. They're driven right. in every morning in a fancy, um, uh, what's the word? <laughs> you know, big car. Um, uh-huh. SUV, a fancy SUV. And then they, they're taken away at the end of the day in their fancy SUV. And they're Zambians. I'm not saying they're not Zambians, but they're not from Cantalumba. Right. They're not at right. all part of the community. So it, so it creates this thing of, you know, medical people are important people and they're fancy people and they're not people from our community, right? right. See, that's which, all which, which, Jen, if I may, it, 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 that's, the, that's the other piece of it that's so important. That it, what is being signaled to them is they are important. They do matter. Their people are just as good as anybody else, right? Yeah. So as you say, yeah. it's not they're these other people who are not who look down on us. They they yeah. they're not they're not like us, exactly. right? Yeah. yeah, 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 exactly. And so now it's yes, they are. They're our daughters. They're our sisters. They're our, mm-hmm. you know, children. They're our, I mean, it's just so, mm-hmm. it can't be overstated. Rachel, who is one of the young women who's a couple years behind them, she's now in nursing school, she said the most extraordinary thing to Teresa. Um, 
when Teresa and she were talking about the challenges and how proud Teresa is of all of them and, and you know, the things that they're up against in nursing school, right? Because yeah. they're now in college, so they're in school with young women who have had everything handed to them, much like people in this yeah. country, you know? Yeah. And so, yeah. so they've had those kinds of challenges too, and Teresa's constantly telling them, you know, that's all right. You know, you're every bit as good as they are. You are you absolutely deserve to be there, et cetera, et cetera. So Rachel said to Teresa, you know, I feel like in my education, I'm flying my own flag of success, and I'm flying the flag for my family, but I'm flying the flag for all of Cantalomba and for all of Zambia mm-hmm. in my educational success. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. Mm-hmm. That's it. Yeah. And uh, the thing, of course, I wish Rachel could know is, uh, it, it, not that we would ever say it like this, but there's a way in which it, it's not that she's as good as. She's actually that much better than. Right? Because nothing that, that nothing that she ever did was handed to her. Nothing ever was made easy for her. She... She fought for everything that she has gotten. And as you say, uh, just like kids around the world who are privileged, there are privileged kids in Indola, there are privileged kids in Zambia, uh, and they go to private schools and they, they live much like privileged kids anywhere in the world. Right? Okay. And then they come here uh, and, and it was easy for them to get in. It was easy yeah. every, you know. Now, I'm not saying they didn't have to get the grades and that sort of thing, but they had the best teachers and the best tutors and the best uh, technology and the best everything. And then here are these kids, you know, who don't even have electricity at home, who don't have running water, who don't have... Yeah, I thought about that with these kids coming back uh, at this point. You know, I know. They've lived I in such a different that. world, and I thought, oh, yeah. what's that going to be like? Yeah, yeah. I almost want to build yeah. a dormitory for them. You know, I know. So that it's they funny can, because yeah. Teresa, Teresa was. It was really interesting conversation. Yeah, because Teresa said, you know, I think they're. It's really all right. They're they're really happy to be back with their community. It's you know. So yeah, it's interesting. Yeah, and but there's still no there's running just, water and no flush toilets and yeah, yeah. That's exactly. a shock. Yeah. <laughs> yeah exactly. Um, oh boy, Sherry, we could just go on and on, but but it's just I so know, but... it's so exciting in terms of what you know. I mean, all the, the whole community, but especially I think of those little girls, you know, who used to think education wasn't for them, they can't get educated, there. and all those little girls now who are growing up completely with the opposite assumption of what yeah. Sylvia and Miriam grew up with. They're assuming they will yeah. go to school. Yeah. No. Oh, and that they will be successful. Oh, and that they're exactly. shocked when when that doesn't happen. And yeah. and of course then we you know, we <laughs> because we have wonderful people around the world supporting them, uh, then they get to try again to pass their exams. And if they if they just can't pass their exams then we help them find something that they can do where they can earn a good living and and be um you know, uh contributing members and and feel good about themselves so uh yeah it's it's just a whole it's a whole different world and if we had more time we would we i hope people are following along and um you know keeping up with the the kids who are passing their exams and 
uh, who are being able to go to those private schools now because they they qualify and because people are generous, we can afford to send them there now. And let's anybody panic, okay? What it costs to send a child to private school in in Zambia as compared to the U.S. Uh, you know, uh, no, we are not spending a fortune on this. It, for but for us, it's a pittance, right? For them, it's it's it, so far out of reach that yeah. So yeah. I hope people well, are keeping yeah. up because it's very exciting. Yeah, go ahead, Jen. It Sorry. is. And just, just the last parting thing as you say that, Sherry, I can't help it because for anyone who's been following along since the start and remembers when baby Sherry was born, baby Sherry just passed her grade <laughs> 7, her national grade 7 exams with well beyond the expectation because she, I mean, she, like her mama and so many people, has a lot of struggles in her life. And she was given yeah. extra attention, okay. and she she shined on those exams. So it's so, it's just amazing. Yeah, yeah. you know, I, I you you, rem- you you remember my little dog Tuffy, uh, mm-hmm. and um, uh, the the number of times that people commented on her, either because she was so very spoiled, or because it, she she was extraordinary and. Um, and and she was both of those things, um, but the the thing that I always knew about her being so extraordinary is that it's because she received so much attention, and I got it that every animal in the world would be that extraordinary if they got that kind of attention. Mm-hmm. In the same way, every yeah. child in the world would be yeah. that extraordinary if they just have the attention, and that's what's being proved in that place. They are extraordinary. They are bright and uh, motivated and all, all of the things that you would want any child in the world to be. They just yeah. needed a chance. Attention, yeah. Uh, they just needed the attention. Yeah, somebody yeah. to say, yeah, you matter. Yeah, you're important. Yeah, you can do this. Yeah, yeah. you've got yeah. this. And, of course, that's our... Lovely, lovely, lovely Teresa Capenda. You know, on this side exactly. of the pond, it's you and and exactly. Sri Davy and um, and Ashwini. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. but behind yeah. the scenes. So uh, yeah, it's it's just it's wonderful. So I'm thank you for letting us talk about this tonight because I am just oh yeah, thank you, thank, delighted. Thank you for for bringing us all over there, lo, those many years ago. Little did we know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, no, the, no, let's first, go to I Zambia. Guess. Okay, where is Zambia now? <laughs> what we'll a good idea. <laughs> yeah. All right. Thank All you, right. Jen. Thank you so much, Sherry. And Michael will turn All it right. back over to you. Wonderful. Thank you, Jen. And Sherry, I'm not sure why we're not continuing that conversation longer. <laughs> I know. Well, we have to dry our eyes, Michael. And then, you know, <laughs> shift gears and, yeah. Yes. It's wonderful, fabulous. isn't it? Just fabulous. Oh. Okay. Oh. We have another caller here. All right. Next caller, you are now live on the air, and would you please introduce yourself? Hi, this is Lori calling from Asheville. Hi, Lori. Hey, Lori. What's going on? Well, I'm I'm just really so moved right now by that conversation and by all these years and years of 
of the support and the involvement with Contalamba. It's just so, wow, really mm-hmm. wonderful. I, yeah, when, when getting mm-hmm. the, the um, notice about or hearing on, on, on the show about the books, and I sent out to the, the people that contributed, people that I had contacted in my circle, and, and you know, sent them information about what was happening with the books, and, and people were so excited. Of course, they don't really know the project much except for what they've read, but they're like, oh, what a wonderful thing, you know, to, the, the kids have books that have their pictures yeah. in them that's all about them. And, yeah. Oh, it's just yeah. all of it. It's, oh, it's just so beautiful. Yeah. So anyway, yeah. I... Uh, Thank, thanks to all about that, for sure. Um, yeah, I wanted to report on something that seems like it, it came out of um, practice on the New Year's retreat and what I had been looking at and what I had, what, well, what happened, I think it was, it was either yesterday or today, it, it all sort of merges together, um, but it, I had, I, I know what you it. mean. Yeah, really. I was like, oh, where am I? Um, so, so I heard this comment in inside the head, you know, from the, of course, conditioning, saying, um, there. I think it's like this. You, there must be something wrong with you, and that's why you are not lovable. And I was like, wow. And, and then there was, and then there was the you know, beginning to have that penetrate and just feel, oh, my God, it's so terrible. It's so sad. And then, of course, you know, because of practice, I kind of went, I'm going I'm to inquire about every single one of those words. And, and so starting with must, and like, yeah, boy, it's declarative. You know, that must make it true. And, and, and so then I, I was recording and listening about it, and it was just so fascinating to parse it out word by word. Because it's mm-hmm. sort of like this whole statement that, that says, that, well, this is what is true. But then you look at it, word by word, and it's like, where did that come from? There's no proof of yeah. must. You know, there's something, of course, wrong. That's a, always a big one. And then, and then you get to you and go, well, where, where, what's that? <laughs> like, what's yeah. That? Yeah. 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 And not lovable. I, I, and, of course, nobody is ever supposed to do what you did. Never, never, never. You just start, you know, reaching for rusty razor blades with that kind of message. You know, you're, you're not supposed to stop and ask for proof. Uh, so, I mean, that's just, talk about kudos. Talk about a triumph of practice. Not to yeah. just be yeah. felled by that, but in, to be able to have the presence uh, to to hear it and then and then recognize it for what it is and say uh 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 no we're we're not doing that yeah yeah and and to do it word by word was I don't think I've done that before but it was just fascinating because each word you know could could explode into some more oh. terrible parts of everything oh, so loaded. Yeah, every every piece of that is just so loaded. If the first didn't get you, then the second would, then the third would. If you made it all the way to the end, well, but the conclusion is you're not lovable, and you know that, right? That, I mean, that's just a given. And all uh-huh. I'm trying to do is help you figure out why this is the case. <laughs> oh, well, it's because there's something wrong with you. That, I mean, that must be it. What else could it be? And it's what just, are you going to yeah, do about the it? insanity of what it? What are you? Yeah, doing? right. Yeah, and and yeah. so then 
because that was so that was so fascinating for me. And then um, today, some at some point, there was another statement, you know, that comes through because they're kind of running all the time, and and it had to do with um, the experience of oh, so-called being rejected, and 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 again because it becomes something about yeah, well, you know, you're not lovable, of course you. That Who would reject on. you, for God's sake? Yeah, 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 yeah. So it's just kind of an, another angle on the same, same bad, dark, terrible story. And but yeah. for for the reason, for whatever reason, I would say practice because of practice. Then to, to to just to really recognize that there's there's nothing to literally nothing to do with me if anyone else has any kind of um, a story or reaction or a separation or a connection or or anything in relation to me because it's really not to do with me and again like who is me you know but there's but there's just it was so clear that that that's that's another big tactic yeah oh yeah and and what we're not meant to look at is over your lifetime the number of people that you met and chose not to be involved with at whatever level, from casual friendship to uh, to partner to lover, right? Right, right. But you weren't rejecting them. <laughs> it wasn't. It wasn't it's personal, right? right. It's just it, it it for whatever you had going on, that was not a match right then, and yet rejected. They rejected. <laughs> Did you? It's like that. It sounds like right? that. It, it's, oh, oh, yeah. Oh, it's coming. very personal. Yeah. And, of course, it's because there's something wrong with you. That's why they reject you. Yeah, so the choice of words that uh, self-hate, that ego uses, it, it's, it's powerful. And doing what you're doing is taking the power out of it because it's, it's, it's seeing it's how absurd yeah. it is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It feels really like like it is because it is dismantling something that that's been held in place. You know, you could kind of see this brick structure mm-hmm. of a belief system and start pulling the, mm-hmm. the bricks out of it until mm-hmm. the bricks are all just in piles and there's there's really nothing. And there never mm-hmm. was. And there never was. But it takes us however long it takes us to see it. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And so I'm yeah. just I'm just excited about that and. And and I there because of the focus that that I was working on in the New Year's retreat, you know what's missing and you know it's <laughs> all that all that stuff and and seeing through that and in order to now just yes. be be aware of well what it, and I, the phrase that you said often which I love is what's on offer from life. Mm. <laughs> that is such a great one to keep returning to. What's on offer right now? Yes, from yes. life. Yes. Yeah. Yes, and it's not suffering. Yeah. And you know, uh, it, as you know, whatever awareness practice people, to to realize that, contrary to all of the information that we've gotten all of our lives about how life should be and what is important and what's valuable and what will make us happy, as awareness practitioners, we realize that ending suffering is what makes us happy. That's the only thing that's going to make us happy. The right job isn't, the right house isn't, the right person isn't, the right, you know, all of those things that were promised will make the difference for us. No, in fact, they won't. Because in reality, we've had those things and it didn't make the difference. 
right? And so mm-hmm. however long it takes in our life to get to the place of, of realizing what I, what, what I can do, what I can do, not should, what I can do is dismantle all of those lies that have kept me in suffering. Mm-hmm. Talk about it again. Yeah, and, and, and I'm noticing, Sherry, with that, it, it, it's kind of like with, with the, it seems like a big dismantling, you know, like what, what I was doing and what I've been doing the past few weeks. Then it, it, it just, other things start to fall away. Yes. Other, yeah. other beliefs and ideas and yep. responses. Yeah. 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 And, and there's freedom. There's freedom, yeah. and there's the happiness yeah. that you were promised if you had whatever. Yeah. You know, uh-huh. And thank yeah. God you don't have that albatross still hanging around your neck, that one that you thought was going to make all the difference, or the other one that you thought was going to make all the difference. <laughs> you know what I mean, sister? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Right. Thank yeah. God life saves us from ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, and 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 just being on 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 this particular path with this particular teaching with all these teachings and and the guys yeah. and the sangha, it's like wow. It's one of those yeah. I, I hear people say, you know, we're so lucky, aren't we? And and there's it's something almost. It's not even that. It's like oh, there's been something opening, and 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 thank God I was here and I'm here yes. to be able yes. to participate. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. So, thank you, thank you. And thank God, it, thank God it's not up to us. Because, I don't know, if you're like me, you would have blown that op- option a long time ago if you'd been left to yourself. But mm-hmm. we are being saved in spite of ourselves. <laughs> you know? <laughs> that, that that willingness was there, that yes was there, that uh, that seeing it was there, that, that moment of presence happened. It's just, it just feels like it's being given to us. And I think it is. Yeah, it is. It's great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Thank you, Lori. Thank you so much. Mm-hmm. Good night. Thanks for joining us, Lori. Another fabulous conversation, Sherry. <laughs> Practice is wonderful. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. And I'm going to bring on our next caller here. All right. Next caller, you are now live on the air, and would you please introduce yourself? Sherry, this is Beth. Hey, Beth. What are you seeing? (laughs) Uh, Headlights at the moment. (laughs) Like deer headlights? headlights. Well, oh, 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 uh-huh. Oh, my yeah, gosh, but... you're unmuted. <gasps> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, in the New Year's retreat, um, you made a comment that, I, that I've been kind of looking at. And uh, you were talking to somebody and you just kind of said something about the long view. Mm-hmm. And I'm wondering if you're willing to talk about that a little bit with me. Sure. Okay. Uh, I call it the Great White Wall. Uh huh. And I've been sitting there for uh, nine. As years. in meditation. As in meditation. Uh, no, just more kind of like uh, recognizing death. Ah. Okay. Just kind of that long view, kind of the. 
it's it's kind of like knowing um, when I got my diagnosis, um, there was that big shock, and I was given a diagnosis that had very little hope, mm. which was a gift because it kind of forced me out, and I did find hope, but. Um, I'm still in a disintegrating body. Mm -hmm. And even if I don't pass from my diagnosis, uh, my passing is much closer than it is for most people. Well, you know, Beth, I I tell you, this is where I always, I always... uh, Kind of, uh, I I don't know, you know I you know me I hate to be au contraire about things, but uh, it, I know that you sh- you really shouldn't do this. But um, how old are you? I'm sorry. How old? What are was you? that last bit? How old? How old are you? Yeah. <laughs> I'm 56. Oh come on, you can tell me. Nobody else is listening. Yeah, but it. Uh, but it's kind of like 56 with ALS is more like 70. 56? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, you know, just as, just as an example, my mother was dead at 48. Yes. My beloved cousin was dead at 40. The first person I told about my ALS passed six months ago. They, I am like, so many people um, in this past year, so many people have gone. Yes. And, and yes. And oh, yes. Oh, God, every, yes. And every time I drive a car, I'm putting myself at risk. Oh, so, yes. Yeah, and, and you know, Beth, Beth let, let's be clear in case anybody thinks I'm being mean to you. I, I oh, am I'm, not at all uh, you know, uh, downplaying uh, the the awfulness of that diagnosis, N- not at all. Uh, it's just that the point that we I think we're both making is how many people every day die without a diagnosis. Yes. Yes. I'm going to a funeral tomorrow for somebody who's ten years younger than me. Yeah. Exactly. And so. had no warnings. Yeah, exactly so. And so the voices can take us down the road of, oh. well, but you have this disease, and <laughs> therefore, you know, you're going to die a lot sooner than what? Who? Who? We don't know. Yeah. You know, what is, what is your life expectancy? You, Nobody you knows. Know, as, I'm fond, as I'm fond of saying, we can expect to live as long as we live. That's it. Uh, all yeah. of this scientific stuff about if you're, if you're a white female in the United States, your life expectancy is blah, blah. And then, uh, you know, I heard somebody make a joke uh, the other day uh, uh, about, you know, this, uh, this fellow died in his sleep. Um, you know, he just went to bed and he died in his sleep. And, what a way uh, to go. And, well, and he was he was 98, and there there was no there was no cause. How ah. he just died in his sleep, and and that's the kind of insane 
thing that we get into, uh, if, we, if we fall for that, we're meant to live a long time. Yes. Because I think we're meant to live as at. well as we can. Yes. And there's like so much of my life in one moment when I'm oh, kind of... yes. Yes. I'm, not, I'm not saying it clearly, but when you were kind of talking about it uh, with that long view, it's kind of like um, if you want a long life, meditate. That's right. If you want a long life, be present. Because the present moment, she is spacious. Yes. Mm-hmm. Which has been the real gift of having this really long uh time to sit at the white wall mm-hmm. yeah i got i got yes <laughs> well because you know you, you you're, you're right i mean on the one hand people live in terror of death right so they they don't ever do anything risky whatever that means to their particular ego because they're so afraid of something happening to them you know they're going to yes. lose their money or they're going to get sick or they're going to whatever it is Right, and and then on the other hand, uh, people approach it as if they're just going to live forever. So yeah. all of these things that I don't enjoy, that I don't do, that I'm not present for, well, I'll do that later. And you hear people talk about it. You know, uh, when I re- when the kids leave home, when I retire, when right, and so it's this yeah. crazy mix of anything that'll keep us from being here, here. Yeah. Yes. Where life happens. And uh, death is just part of it. Mm-hmm. Part of it. <laughs> it's not something to fear. Oh, no. No. It, it, no. In fact... If we, if, you know, if we got it that we were going to die, we would really get it that we better enjoy it while we're, while we're here. Yeah. Instead of putting it off like you're going to save it for a rainy day. We're going <laughs> to die anyway. And, and, and we don't know how. I mean, and we don't know how. These, yeah, or when. And there are these outrageous stories of people doing crazy, crazy, crazy stuff. You know, and they're still alive at 105. Uh, the oldest World War II veteran uh, just died the other day. I mean, he's wow. really, really old. And he lived through a war. He was a soldier in a war. He made it through that and then lived another God knows how many decades, right? But you know, I know, I project, when he was there and people were shooting at him and oh. throwing bombs at him and all of this, he was terrified. Wouldn't it have been great if we could have said, oh, no, you're going to die in 2021. You're going to be 104 <laughs> years old or something like that. Not to worry. I think he was 112. He was 112. 112. Yeah, oldest man yeah. in the United States and oldest. Yeah, anyway, sorry about all this, Beth. But it's just, uh, you know, it's just so, so good to remember that all we've got is this lung full of air right now, this heartbeat. That's it. That's the sum total of it. That's and it. all the love that we can manage. Yes. And kind of yeah. like, that's kind of like the the gift of it. Yes. 
when we get it. You're absolutely right. When we get it, that's the gift. We don't have a moment to waste. We don't want to miss a single second, right? Even if I didn't have ALS, there's still the promise of old age, sickness, and death. None of exactly. us are going to avoid it. We're not going to escape it. Nope, we are not. Nope, nope. But we can enjoy this. We can enjoy the stew out of this. And you can go to that funeral tomorrow and you can just send all the love you've got to that person as they make their way to whatever is next. Because you know what? We're going to die, but life isn't going to die. The only thing that's going to die is this little form, this little personality, this little uh, combination of memories and worries and concerns and fears and anxieties. That's all that's going to die. Life is going to go right on, and I suspect the form is going to change and everything else is going to stay the same. So we better be awakened up while we have the chance. Which is kind of like, um, I, I got a long time ago that I'm going to be forgotten. There's, there's not going to be anything left. That's and, right. you know, the memory of me may last 100 years if I'm lucky. But uh, mm-hmm. what I saw that I, what I wanted was to send out vibrations. I want vibrations to kind of yes. um but the wanting of and it is actually not useful no but here's the thing here's the wonderful part about what you just said beth that that you can be sending out those vibrations and people can be receiving them and nobody needs to know they're from beth <sighs> yes that's the piece yeah. that i was missing yeah. 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 You just want the love you just want the love to go out there. Doesn't matter where yeah. it's coming from. You feel it first. Everybody else gets it. There we all are. There we all are. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of like right. a, a real period of suffering for me was when I was trying to work on my memorial. Yeah, no. Yeah. Let other people worry about that. Yeah. And that yeah. kind of is like how it resolved down to is I don't really want to be remembered. I'd rather uh, be part of the vibration. Yeah, yeah. There's maybe the, a little sweet fragrance wafting by in the air, but mostly vibration. And that's going to continue. And it's still, I mean, it Forever. bothers the mind, but in the heart, it's kind of like, that forever is peaceful. Oh, yes. Yes. To be with life. Mm-hmm. you gotta, you got to get on the year-long, that thou art. That, that's, a, that's a weighty little uh, pointer in the direction that we're talking about. Thou art that, that thou, thou art. art. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Take good care of her, huh? All right. Thanks, Beth. Yeah. (laughs) Exactly. All right. Good night. Good night. Thanks for joining us, Beth. 
Sherry, what dropped in for me was your quote that I don't want to tiptoe through life only to arrive safely at death. Yes. We need we need those t-shirts again, don't we, Michael? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All so, right. Well, thank you, sir. So appreciate yeah. it. Yes. Thank you. Thanks, Sangha. And right. uh, go happy. Go happy.